there is a wrong in the pop cultural landscape that needs to be right. We here at Nowhere California have a goal for 2014. By the end of the year, our goal is to get Nancy Thompson of Nightmare on Elm Street, Pop Funko. For more on this cause, go to facebook.com slash Nowhere California or go to our Twitter at Nowhere underscore podcast. This is Moon Suicide with SuicideGirls.com, and you're listening to Nowhere California with Bill and Josh. Well, the great debate lasted longer than we thought, so as you listen to the beginning of this episode, we're talking about it being episode 53 and whatnot. Um, if not, you can tell by the number on your iPod or whatever the hell you're listening to. It's actually episode 55, but we're going to be saying it's episode 53. I know, breaking the fourth wall. This is Phil! And this is Josh, and welcome to the 53rd episode of Nowhere, California. Yes, I'm yes. Glad we're at 53. Yeah, I know. It was but like several months ago we were at 50. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. We, <laughs> I got lazy. No, we both got lazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we're, uh, we're, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Uh, Looking forward to a real fun year. Yeah, we have a big year in store for everybody. Hopefully mm-hmm. our plans go to... Where they need to be in oh. fruition. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's moving, it's moving. Yeah, right. Like at the beginning of this episode, you probably heard a kind of peculiar bumper. Yeah. That we're going to go in a little bit more detail right now. Yeah. Uh, last year we had the opportunity to interview and just basically talk with uh, Heather Landcamp at she, the Days of the Dead convention. She was nice enough to give us a large portion of her time. Yes, and one thing that. Was part of the conversation, and one thing you notice if you've seen the documentary "I Am Nancy," that we why nodded, that we why nodded in the past. Check it out; it's mm-hmm. still in our feed. Um, mm-hmm. The lack of Nancy merchandise. Yeah, no Nancy memorabilia. Just uh, minus that bathtub toy that you really can't do shit with. They talked about that, and even Robert England himself says that that's uh, there's the problem with that is that that's not Heather Langenkamp. That's not Nancy. Yeah, she's not beautiful. Yeah. It's kind of a slap together toy. Yeah, exactly. So we put ourselves out there. We're mm-hmm. we're championing to get Evelyn Camp's character and Nancy Thompson from Nightmare on Elm Street her own pop funko. Yes. <coughs> it doesn't none of these pop funkos really look like the actual characters, but Funkos are cool. Yeah. Funkos are cool. Everybody deserves to be a Funko. Yeah, every, honestly you look at the list of Funkos. Uh-huh. Everybody practically is. Exactly. I saw a Dean figure from Supernatural. I'm like, well, he doesn't really look like Dean. That could be anybody. But, but still. Like, he has oh, a yeah, he's got a fucking Funko. So, so this is what's going on. We are starting a petition online to send to Pop Funko. We're not doing it in a negative light because no, no. we love Funko. I, you, if you've seen my post lately, I'm kind of addicted. Oh, yeah. <coughs> they're, they're, they're some of the funnest toys that I've ever seen. Yeah. We want to get... Heather Landencamp one, so... No one deserves it more than her. Yeah, so basically, like we said in the bumper, check out facebook.com slash Nowhere California or our Twitter at Nowhere underscore podcast for more information. Sign the petition, spread the word. Let's get this done. Well, it's time for us to get off of our soapbox there. Right. And get to the main topic of this episode, which, as you can tell, if you look at your calendar, this should be on around Valentine's Day. Yeah. Depending on if my lazy ass gets this posted correctly. <laughs> that, that's neither here nor there And yeah. uh, the subject we call it This one It's for the ladies It's for all the ladies Yes Yes As, as Josh so delicately put it Yes there. And also the story behind that title I've been addicted to glove and boots for a while And they have an episode called For the ladies And, and it's just awesome <laughs> And honestly technically this episode Not exactly for the ladies It's more uh, for the ladies Not to torture their men With really horrible chick flicks Yeah Yeah So we're giving them a little guideline Of what is, I guess, considered a chick flick that guys wouldn't mind seeing. Yeah. 
And honestly, I guess the ones you can really talk about right off the bat are the Tom Hanks, uh, May Ryan ones. Oh yeah, those ones are easy because I wouldn't call those chick flicks. They're just uh, romantic comedies. They, yeah, yeah. There's there's enough going on in there uh, to where it's like. Uh, you, you, you know, you know, it, it doesn't feel like a chore, uh, exactly. obviously. And I mean, the thing is, I personally, I cannot sit through Pride and Prejudice. I can't sit through a period piece and stuff like that. But I, my mom, <laughs> Paul well, Paul, that, that's the emphasis on that term you use is period piece. I know. Oh, <laughs> why? Because it makes you feel like you're on your period. I don't know. Yeah, he said I, it. I didn't. <laughs> so now you're hating Melba Phil. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm so sorry. He's single. I'm not. No. No, no, no. Put that reverse that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He's single. I'm not. I'm single. He's not. Right. But luckily for me, my baby ain't into Pride and Prejudice. She, she doesn't watch that so, shit. Yeah, no, she don't watch that shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, like, upcoming, um, mm-hmm. I got the tickets to the classic movie series. Oh, yeah? And one of the movies is Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. one. To that one. That's a good one. I kind of always liked Sleepless in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I, I stomp my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. It's not a bad movie. Yes, yeah, and the thing is, I haven't. You know, the thing is, I have a hard time. You want to know what I have a hard time? I have a hard time finding a movie that has Tom Hanks in it that I didn't enjoy. Tom Hanks is. Awesome. He's got this awesome stage presence. I mean, he. If you take, I mean, you've been recently talking about Big, right? Yeah, I love that. I have actually dissected that movie, and it's actually one of the creepiest movies in all of history. If you actually get down to it, but yet with. Tom Hanks uh, leading the helm, it doesn't seem as creepy. Well, if you want to talk about creepy, the original guy that was supposed to star in it. Who was the original guy? Robert De Niro. Okay, that would have been wrong. Yeah, that would have been wrong because uh, uh, scheduling issues came up where Tom Hanks couldn't do it. Uh So they were going to pull the trigger because there were several other uh, boy to men movies were coming out. Vice Versa was coming out at the time. Right. that one with Kirk Cameron, whatever the hell that one was. Oh, that one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was uh, my son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the weird body switching ones that no one remembers anymore. Yeah, no one talks about big, the Kirk though. Cameron one. Everybody talks about Big, and a lot of people I know still uh, remember Vice Versa. That was a Fred Savage engine. Yeah. Um, oh, but... And there was a George Burns one, which was... Kind of weird. 16 again. Yeah. yeah. 19 again. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. We got a 90 year old switching to a 16 year old. Yeah. Holy cow. Uh, oh, my sciatica. <laughs> oh, oh, oh god, my roids. Okay, yeah. no. Uh, Anyways, back to the subject. No, oh, no, the, 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 this yeah. is still on the subject at hand. Uh, Robert De Niro, god, that would have been creepy. Yeah. Him walking around in the end of going, hey, what is this? I, I would hope that they would not do that scene. Oh god, that'd be scary. <laughs> well, I like to see him go, hey, mom, don't you recognize me? Come on, mom, look, look, see, look, I'm, look, I'm wearing my underwear. So, <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> That was one of the one thing they talked about too. If they did go with De Niro, they would have kind of changed everything up. It would have been from mm-hmm. Jersey to like a, a Bronx area. It, it would. I couldn't imagine Robert De Niro of all people having trouble with girls. Yeah. I mean, being that awkward. Yeah, I could get on the ride now. Eh, I don't think he'd work at a computer lab either. Also, too, kind of the weird thing I noticed about Big because I've kind of watched it a lot lately. At the end, where Josh is walking home and transforming, yeah. and Elizabeth Perkins is still in the car. Yeah. They could have had a split second where she kind of thinks to herself, Oh my god. I banged a 13 year old. Uh, yeah. Can you think of the psychological damage that's been? For her or him? Oh, uh, for both. I don't think it would be. Well, probably not for him. He's like, like, Yeah, no, he's going, Dude, nailed it! No. <laughs> I get to do this again in 10 years. So He's like going to his friend next door going, You remember that girl you met outside my office building? I saw her naked. <laughs> yeah. Baseball glove and boobies. <laughs> <laughs> I put my thingy in her. 
Oh, there's one. Yeah. All the ladies. All the ladies here. I put my thingy in her. So, yeah. So. <laughs> but no. Why do we have to take a hiatus in November, December? I don't know. This is, this is why we have to do that. Okay, but, you know, that's. Yeah, but. Uh, you understand where it goes. You've been talking about it, but I, I still. I can I can understand a movie with Big because, like I said, Tom Hanks is at the helm. Yeah. Uh, not directing, but he's just got this presence where you just go, you're a good guy. Well, he's one of the rare actors that, in a comedic role, got an Oscar nomination. I know. Yeah. That, that, that's unheard of. Yeah, totally exactly. unheard of. And uh, he, he's deserved everything he had. I mean, I, I, I even enjoyed Captain Phillips. I don't think I would own it in my... Uh, no, I'm going to own it. Uh, I like I, I liked Captain Phillips. Yeah, I see, I see, I see. It's like, I, I wanted to see it. The only one I think was a little iffy, but it wasn't his fault, was Polar Express. But that's because I like seeing him, him. Yeah. Not a CG version. I think the only thing that in his canon might be like, really? Was Bonfire of the Vanities, but still, that was a really good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that one, uh, that one I don't think I've seen. Uh, One was questionable, I think, uh, Joe versus the uh, Volcano. Uh, You know, it's it's, it's a hit and miss. Yeah. One of my personal favorites uh, was The Money Pit. Now, not the entire... Yeah, not the entire movie, but I like the part where he uh, goes through that entire Home Alone-like obstacle course in the... uh, uh, in, in the place that he's making, winds up in the paint, and then at the very end, he winds up getting peed on by the statue. Yeah, that's just classic to me. Oh yeah, and I'm just thinking Academy Award winner, man. Yes, that's awesome. right there. Bosom buddies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what would be another? Uh, um, a ch- it could be cut possibly it could considered possibly a chick flick. Uh, the one that, uh, that that pops in my mind is Love Actually. That is now, a good one. The, the thing is, we're not just talking romantic love. Romantic love is uh, involved in that movie. Uh, but we're talking about, uh, because it's called love, actually, we're actually talking about a whole bunch of different kinds of love. Yeah. Um, uh, the love that uh, a mother has for a child, the love that uh, uh, a sister has for uh, a mentally disabled brother. There's, there's, That's the whole thing. The, yeah. the theme in that movie, of course, is love. And love. It's all different kinds. And Beatles put it perfectly. All you need is love. Uh, and it's uh, nothing's more true than that movie. I mean, it's it gets its messages across. It's it's hilarious. Yeah. It's well written, but of course, I don't expect anything less uh, from. Uh, a, a British movie. Yeah, that's you the know, whole thing too. It's you, British. You know they're yes, going to do it right. You, they, they do quality because, well, they're just so damn good at it. This is what they do. And then you flip the script to Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve and then Americans bastardizing the, it's, the formula. It's, it's not as strong. I'm waiting for Arbor Day. Yeah, I know. It's 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 just, it's not as strong. Yeah. It's not as strong. Not knocking uh, Gary Marshall or anything, but come on, man. No, 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 no. I think he did better with Pretty Woman and stuff. Yeah, exactly. and stuff like that. I don't think he writes ensemble well. Yeah, that's um, that is true. But Valentine's Day was one I was going to recommend because there was just the one scene that I like. Uh, oddly enough, Pretty Woman alumni. Oh God, what is the actor's name? Uh, Richard Gere. No, 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 not no, not Richard Gere. Uh, the, the 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 one that always plays a bellhop or yeah. a. Uh, oh, uh, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the dude he, that he popped up on uh, freaking American Dad. I should I should know his name. He is an awesome older gentleman, but. Um, uh, it'll, it'll come back to me in a second. It always does. But um, he has a scene with, uh, you know, this one actress, you know, apparently, she, she, you know, he thinks like the world, world of her, right? And, you know, he can't stop saying things positive about her, but she can't, you know, she can't stand when she talks, he's, he talks so positive uh, because she feels so... Hector! 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 Elizondo. Elizondo. Ah, thank you! Thank you. I knew it was going to come back to me. See, it just popped into my head right now. It just popped into my head. Okay. Anyway, he's an awesome actor. I love that guy. Really good cameo on American Dad. Oh, God. (laughs) He played his character from Pretty Woman. He goes, uh, well, actually, he played himself. He goes, I'm always this guy. 
Yeah. But he's a good sport. Yes. He's also in a lot of those Hallmark movies, too. Yeah, exactly. Good uh, actor. Very good. But, but he's well, he's very versatile. And in this, I mean, uh, he finds out that his wife of 47 years wasn't faithful one day. Yeah. And uh, they have this thing. It's like, oh, you know, it's like, you know, the, he over, he overcomes that. You know, he overpassed that because he still loves her. She still loves him. You know, it was a moment of weakness and stuff like that. And uh, I've heard, you know, a whole lot of different stuff. But I, I, I like that scene because she makes a good point. It's like, hey, when you love someone, you love them for their imperfections. You love them for the mistakes yeah. that they make. The you past know, is you, in the past, basically. Exactly. You know, just you, you, you do that. And I, I recommend Valentine for that and that. Just, just those two. The rest of it is kind of fodder. Like, uh, um, well, I gotta admit, uh, the Valentine's Day one, um, and that one's the one with Julie Roberts and Bradley Cooper story. She's oh, the soldier. Yeah, she's a soldier, and he's a uh, he's, he's he's gay. Yeah, yeah. And he basically gives her the limo. Yeah, that, that was cool. That was awesome. Yeah. No, I, I have no problem with that. And the thing is, I actually like the part where it's like, oh my god, he's visiting that one actor dude. Yeah. You know, it's like nobody expected that. Yeah. And oh my god, I remember so many women that were like, oh no, no, that can't be right. Like what? Two good-looking guys can't like each other? It's like <laughs> no, no. You see, most of the gay guys out there, they're pretty good-looking. They're, they're pretty built. Yeah. And it's like wow, dude. <laughs> it's it's a whole new stereotype. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it's significant around these dudes. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's the thing. It's like nobody can accuse me of being a homo because of how out yeah. of shape I am. I don't take care of myself at all. No, I don't. I barely like myself. It's like, see, do I have any pride? No. His <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> I use the term <laughs> in a loving manner. I oh, promise. yeah. Yes, exactly. Because you know, I don't mean anything by that. Yeah. Um, no. But... Uh, but you know, then the same. Like I actually, I actually liked that portion. Once again, it, uh, it, it, it utilized the ensemble the right way, uh, but not as good as Love Actually. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, do, do you have more to say yeah. on, on Love Actually? Cause well, I mean, no, you've actually hit all the good points on it, and then we also hit the American. Uh, yeah, aspect of love actually. But like I said, what love actually does do is uh, it's got uh, it's got the humor. Yeah, it's just got this these well written characters, uh, good actors, and. Um, even even the people that play the smaller parts, you just go, oh look look, there's Mr. Bean. Oh yeah. my God, he's hilarious. Oh my God, oh, yeah. Lauren X is always hilarious. He is. Fuck he is. And, and, Alan, and, and Alec Rickman. Yeah. Alan Rickman. They're Alan just, Rickman's Alan fucking Rickman. <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't get much more godlike than that. It's just <laughs> the, the, the Metatron. <laughs> oh, they're awesome. Yeah. They yeah. are awesome. And then it's also too. It's like we said, the British know what they're doing. They don't just go with American boy girl. <laughs> no, 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 no. There was. It was a very complex story, and if you actually watched the DVD, there was uh, stuff that was cut out of it. Uh, one deleted scene that I thought was funny, and this is another one where you know it's 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 the, the mother's love Emma Thompson for her son because uh, uh, he gets in trouble for writing a letter. You know what it, what what his wish is because compared to it, there were other kids that wished, oh, I wished for one day there'd be no war and stuff like yeah. that. But the, what the kid wished for wasn't you know. That, that, that touch him, but they had this little animation for it. The kid wished for one day that he could see people's farts. You know, and, you know, because be, and they had this little segment where bubbles are flying out of people's butts. Even the Queen of England bends over to get her dog and a whole bunch of bubbles come out. And all, everybody in the royal family like, John's. And it's actually a very touching moment when she says, no, look, I, I'm your mother. And I'm supposed to love you right now. I, I really love you because she thought it was hilarious. It was awesome. And also she thought that, it was funny. And it was definitely for the guys and the people sitting there going, like, it, "Do I have to actually what? Oh, what? They're talking about farts." Yes, yes. <laughs> now, like it's like I, I, I love fart humor, but that 
what it is, what the British are able to do, they're able, they're able to make smart fart humor. And exactly. it was very smart. Because, uh, the, 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 especially the way Emma Thompson, her her dry delivery is great. Especially oh, she was she awesome just, at the Golden oh, this year. Did you see her at the Golden I missed it, but she's always fun to watch. She's she another one of those came up out on stage with her high heels in one hand and a martini glass in the other. Mm-hmm. She showed the bottom of the shoes and went, you see that red? That's not paint, it's blood. It's my <laughs> blood. Threw the shoes behind her. And just drank, did the presentation, and she went to the, when she was supposed to announce the winners, she hands the martini glass over to the Golden Globe girl <laughs> to hold, and she opens it up, reads the name, get, takes her a drink, and it stands back. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am it's awesome. <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing Saving uh, uh, Mr. Banks. Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. Because that's both Tom Hanks and uh, Emma Watson. That's th- th- Those are two people. I just enjoy watching. Oh, exactly. It's going to be gold. Exactly. <laughs> you ever have one of those ones like, damn, that's going to be good. Yeah, I did with yeah. uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. There you go. That, so was, that, my was, favorite that, movie. that was my favorite movie of 2013, that's but awesome. that's besides the point. Oh, no, no, that's no problem. A little, little nod here and there, but yeah. uh, uh, but that's that's what I hit up on that. Do you have another? Uh, yes, I'm, I do, I'm, actually. I'm, 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 I'm mowing here, but go ahead. Okay, um, give me yours. My next one, it's kind of a weird story on how I got to it. Okay. So I'll tell that first. Let's go for it, man. Had a breakup. Ooh. Was depressed. Right. Went to Blockbuster and came across a movie with this kind of peculiar title. Uh-huh. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. A Pyromaniac's Love Story. What? A Pyromaniac's Love Story. Okay. I was like, huh. And John Leguizamo was in it. Uh, I this think is another one of those obscure ones that you've stumbled on. I'm not fucking weird. <laughs> that, 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 that's you. I uh, wouldn't have you anywhere. And, okay. Uh, Billy Boblin's in it, and it's basically. Uh huh. <coughs> it's it's really it's one of those romantic comedies. It's a really good movie where like we we're talking about here where uh-huh. a guy and girl can sit and watch it and go, okay, this ain't bullshit. Right. Basically, John Leguizamo plays a uh, bakery assistant, falls in love with falls in love with the girl that is the daughter of the owner. Mm-hmm. But then this crazy girl comes into the bakery one night, kisses him. The girl that's the daughter of the owner gets pissed off at him and everything. And then mm-hmm. the guy that's in love with the crazy girl is Pyro. Oh, God. And fun ensues there. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm kind of missing de- different details and everything. But honestly, it's a s- simple, sentimental story about arson. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, and, and romance. Yeah, and romance. Arson and romance that goes together. Yeah. So that that that's one that you recommend that won't uh, make uh, guys' teeth bleed. Yeah, exactly. Um, it might be a little bit hard to find, but definitely. Pyromaniac's love story is Pyromaniac's love story. And then another one since you kind of did two there. Sure, sure. Um, it's a musical. Uh huh. It has blood, gore, Sweeney Todd. That's just, that is a love story, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is a love story. Okay. It's a dark love story. Yeah. It's a little bit psychotic. Little it's bit. dark, but that's Tim Burton. Yeah. And apparently Johnny Depp and Ellen Bottom Carter. Yeah, really. Uh, you can't uh, have, uh, you know, I couldn't think of anybody to bring those characters to screen better than those two. Yeah, and honestly, like I said. And there's another Alan, uh, bit of Alan Rickman. Yeah, Alan Rickman. Yeah. It's a musical, it's love and everything, but it also, too, it's not one of those musicals where a guy will sit there going... Wins intermission. No, <laughs> no, there's just too much eye candy going on there. Yeah, slit that fucker's throat. Yeah. But he uh, he didn't slit the family guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because he saw the children and everything. But also, too, jumping back from the Tim Burton version, there's another version out there. there oh, yeah. There's several versions. Well, there's the stage production. Yeah, the stage production. I have that one. And you have that one? Cool. And the Angela Lansbury version. That one's awesome. That's an awesome, awesome one. Yes. Yeah, so. Angela Lansbury singing. Uh, people. Th- 
don't, that's not what people usually think about, but... Uh, well, yeah, Angela, Lans- Angela Lansbury playing Mrs. Lovett. Yes. She's awesome! I know! It, and the guy that plays Sweeney Todd is pretty much, like, that bows to that. Oh, yeah. If you're going to see a stage production, that's the, definitely yeah. one, uh, the way to see it. That is my bucket list uh, stage production I want to see live. I want to see that live, yeah. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be super. Uh, another good one where she sings Bed Bounds and Bird Six. Oh, exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's a classic that I like. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I do have a, a list of things <clears throat> that uh, I think you should have... Oh, okay. Here's another good one. Uh, this... This means war. Oh, that's a good one. With Re- now, I I am not fond of Reese Witherspoon. Reese, Reese. Uh, yeah, I'm not really fond of her, but she's a good actress. Though. She's 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 decent. Yeah. And uh, well, the thing is, in this movie, uh, this means war. She was a prop. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, that's the way she should be used. Is just as a prop. She was an object of desire that the two guys were fighting over, and that was what made it funny. I'm sorry. Send all your hate mail to Bill Morgan, care I, of. <laughs> send all the hate mail you want. I hate Reese Witherspoon. Also, ladies, do not take us to see anything with Kate Hudson. We don't like her. Almost Famous was good. What? Almost Famous was good. Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like her. Yeah. <laughs> no, no worries there. That's just me. Yeah, no. Uh, no so, uh, that's... That's uh, that's my stance on it. Yeah, um, I guess to throw out a little bit more there, um, yeah. Nicholas Sparks movies. Nicholas Sparks? They're not bad. Uh, 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 you mean Notebook? Uh, oh, I I don't know. Uh, I love the um, the one where Mandy Moore is in. It. I forget which one that is. The one with Mandy Moore? Uh, that would be. I'm I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but uh, when I'm thinking Notebook. Um, I think it's really touching that uh, she's got Alzheimer's, and when he reads from the notebook, she remembers a little. But you know the the, the love story inside of the notebook. I'm just thinking, why the fuck are you two together? <laughs> oh, how did you get to here? Well, that's the whole thing with love in general. It's like the bumpiest roads are the best roads sometimes. Oh, of course. Yeah, uh, Walk to Remember. That's the Mandy Moore one. That's the okay. I can't watch that. No. No. It's too hard. Yeah. It's, no, yeah. Uh, too much of a backstory. Let's just say I drink too much. I understand. Uh, and it so doesn't involve me drinking, it's just I, just, I don't want to tell a story. It's like, it's, uh, I understand. It's, 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 it involves me, Jaeger, a nine iron, a buffalo, and a whale. Buffalo and a whale? Yeah. It, it does not involve any of those, but I'll just leave that mental picture you know, in your head. You know, we don't, we, don't, we don't need to go any further than that, man. Yeah, but <laughs> I have to remember, that, that's the whole thing. Like, the Nicholas Sparks one, like you said, that's a weird-ass road to get to there. It is. Yeah, it is, and like I said, I understand the the touching thing. But even now, you hear like the Nicholas Sparks things, like they uh, they totally bastardized. Um, oh, what was it? Oh, the last song uh, was was one. well. That one had a weird kind of backstory because he wrote that spe- he wrote that story specifically for Miley Cyrus, yeah. and uh, it didn't work. Yeah. What does that say? Well, uh, you don't rush your work. I see what you mean. Yeah, it's like uh, Animal Rising. Yeah. Oh, right, right. That, the, was, that author wrote that, that specifically nice. to be twisted into a book, and uh, into a movie, and it got twisted. It did. And yeah. it's, that's twisted right off. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. But that's a whole other point. Uh, it's a whole other thing, but... Uh, and what am I seeing the last song right now with Miley Cyrus in her current form? Oh, my God. She <laughs> can't keep her damn tongue in her mouth. <laughs> yeah. I've been in an interesting I can't believe she claims... She claims that, oh, I'm really shy and I don't know how to take pictures. You've been taking straight pictures since your Disney years. Yeah. Did you did you bong that out of your head? 
literally bonged. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her brain's now in her ass, which is why she's twerking. Yeah. She's 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 not twerking. She's thinking. <laughs> I mean, you know. So <laughs> there's there's my little thought there. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I honestly, those were the few that I could think of. But uh, there's there's probably many more out there. Uh, but like I said, uh, you know, my my guideline is like you know avoid avoid these certain ones. Yeah. Uh, well, what would be some to avoid? Like uh, what? Not exactly which movies to avoid, but like. Well, I how to lose a guy? Okay, failure to launch. It was okay. Yeah, it's okay in small doses, but yet I can't relate to the dude. Yeah, I can't relate to this guy. I mean, here he is. He's this handsome guy. Well, I just never. I just. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I just never got my life. I'm so glad he's out of those. Oh God. He's actually becoming an actor to become again. an actor, yeah, but, you know, before he was just like, like hey, all right, all right, all right, all right, we're just going to take our shirts off and uh, we'll stare at the camera. Yeah, stare at the camera, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, a little, little bread and butter here. Oh, man, I think I've got a role for Jesus Christ. Okay, okay, uh, 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 okay, I think I'm all set up for my next role. All right. Yeah. I mean, it just, I yeah. can't. Well, that, that in general, like the failure for launch movies and just those random, just cranked out ones, like freaking Bride Wars. Oh God, Brad Wars. Twenty-seven uh, dresses. Wedding, wedding planner. Wedding planner. Yeah. The breakup plan. Oh my God! You know he said one of the most stupidest things. This is one of the stupidest things ever uttered in one of those uh, romantic comedies. You know the yeah. ones, the ones I can't stand. Okay, they said with M and M's, right? Yeah. He said this thing, and I think it's stupid. He said, "What's the point of eating the M and M's? I mean, I mean, what's the point of the cutlet M and M's? I mean, they're all wind up brown." You know, you know. Uh, uh, well, that's oh, a, no, no, no. They're they're all brown on the inside anyway. So just just enjoy the brown ones. You don't need those colored ones. And I'm just and there she is at the very end of the movie. This is a, a vocal point. She's breaking up. She's she's opening M and M. She's eating M and M's. She's tossing away the colored ones, and she's eating the brown ones. He's like, oh, why are you doing that? She goes, well, someone told me that. There's not much point in meeting the colored ones. It kind of stuck with me, and I'm like, that is lame. I'm like, dude, well, you eat a. I, I, I know the hidden message, Josh. It's a poop I, joke. No. It's, it's a poop joke. It's, it's a long, drawn-out poop joke. It's not. It winds up brown. They're all brown on the inside already because they're all fucking chocolate, you idiot. No, it's <laughs> not. No. <laughs> it's not a poop joke. If it was a poop joke, I'd be laughing. That's <laughs> not funny. That's what I was looking at. I was like, it's no, 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 no. It's they're all brown on the inside already. Not they're all going to wind up brown when they come out my colon. It's not what he said. That's not what he said to Ruby, Josh. You buy a bag of M and M's. I don't care how sentimental it is. Like, I mean, most. I mean, have you seen them? A majority of them are fucking colored. I can barely find a brown one. So, why do you know what I have? I have just thrown away almost an entire bag of M and M's just because I'm fucking sentimental and want to eat this. All just the brown ones. Well, that's the reason. Like, you, you'll forget about that. Got my colon. I'll, I'll just sit there here that way going. That's a poop joke. I don't. You know, I was expecting more of a discussion from you. I should know better. <laughs> well, no, that's all thing. Like, uh, well, it's like all those, oh, I know. all those cranked out romantic comedy chick flicks. And that was kind of cranked out. Where you're just like, you're sitting there, you're like midway through, and you're like, what the fuck am I watching this for? I know, I know. And you gotta find your own entertainment. <laughs> yeah, the, well, the one thing I did find. But I do, I, I do understand oh, what yeah. you're saying, though. It's like, oh, yeah, everybody's the same on the inside. Fuck yeah. it, I just want my MMs. Ooh! Um, I did think of one that was bad. Nobody talks about this one, and this could have been a real... Uh, this is probably the reason French Stewart doesn't have a bigger film career. Love Stamps. Oh, damn, that was... Man, crazy. they fooped that up so bad. It could have been very good. It, it had the right title. Like yes, that. 
Yeah, it had it had potential because you had you had uh, a cast of good characters, yeah. but it is an example of something's like, oh my god, if you don't have the script for it, you can't pick yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't pick it up at all. And well, honestly, though, with French Stewart, he's <coughs> not that good of an actor. Uh, he, he, he's better off playing an alien that doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, he, because he, he's they, pretty much an alien that doesn't know what character actors. Yeah. Yeah, I did like his puppet scene in um, oh, what was it? Uh, just shoot me. <laughs> They're yeah. just puppets. Well, <laughs> well, he's good at that. He's good at those roles where yeah. he doesn't play a straight man. And that right. Was, that was the main problem with Love Stinks. Is he played a straight man? He was a straight man in that uh, comic foil. Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, and that's what he's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, I, I, do you have more to say on the uh, things? I mean, yeah. There um, well, there was one I forgot to mention in our so like the ones that kind of. Don't make you want to drill your own teeth. Okay. My big fat Greek wedding. That is tolerable. That yeah, is very tolerable. Yeah. One, me, I love those. It's small another movies. ensemble cast. It's one of those small movies that did well. Yeah. And that's all thing. My big fat Greek wedding is a good one to watch. There's one that I watched. I hate Valentine's Day. You hate Valentine's Day? That, was that the one we were talking about? Uh, the, oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's another one. That's oh, I movie. hate Valentine's that's Day. Is the name of the title? Okay. Yeah. No, that, no, that's that, that. That is my personal preference, but no, uh, no, no. You, you, you said the, the the title of the movie that you're talking about is it, "I Hate Valentine." That's the one I'm talking about, where it's like, oh God, why did you do this? Because Mia mm-hmm. Dallas, great writer, great actress, and everything. A title like that, you could have done a lot with, right? And they don't play yeah, with it, it at all. Very underwhelming. That's a shame. But also, too, I always had that thought in the back of my mind. Whenever I start making films, it's like, I'm going to make the sequel of Why I Hate Valentine's Day 2. <laughs> <coughs> and uh, it, I'll, I'll pull uh, Dumb and Dumber out and do T-O-O instead of T-W-O. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, we're going to make a decent sequel, and we're going to completely forget we made this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the guy's point of view of why we hate Valentine's Day. Yeah. And not the stereotypical guys, oh, I don't want my flowers, I don't want my cards. Actually, no, the thing is, um, I think um, uh, uh, Alicia... She's put it um, pretty uh, straight this way. She she has no problem with Valentine's Day, yeah. but uh, to have an entire day, you know, where you feel obligated. Yeah. To, I mean, you should be showing that you love your significant other every day of your life. Exactly. Not just it's like oh, it's Valentine's Day. I better get some chocolates. I better get this. I ain't getting any. <laughs> right. Right. It, 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 it is the fact that uh, kind of like Christmas became commercial and uh, marketable. Yeah, exactly. And, and well, it's like two years ago, my Valentine's Day that I spent with uh, uh, better half. Yeah, we kind of put it to the point of we're going to go totally anti Valentine's Day. Good for we you. We went laser tag. We went mini golfing. Well, the thing is, you did stuff that you enjoyed, and that's I think what Valentine's Day yeah. should be about. Not about gifts or bottles or chocolates. Yeah, but it's like, hey, I love you every day, but let's uh, go shoot each other with Day, Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Blast each other with lasers. Yeah, it's quality time. Exactly, and uh, sky time. Yeah. Sky time. Yes, but um, yeah. I guess that's pretty much wraps it up. I think so. Um, I, I guess our be- biggest piece of advice is one: if the guy is giving you grief about a certain movie, like honestly giving you really like pointless grief, like why are we watching this? Why are we watching this? Make him watch it. Torture him. Yes, it is. He he's got it coming. Yeah, and if he loves you, he'll tolerate it. Yeah, but also too throw the guy a bone. Throw in Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Throw in Expendables. Yeah. <laughs> Throw in an occasional explosion, and we will happily sit down and watch Sloth. But, of course, as we said before, I'm single, so I'll watch anything you want me to watch. Mm-hmm. And I'm abnormal. I'm a, uh, I'm a My Little Pony fan. So well, I'll probably watch almost anything. Well, you had a better half that will watch the same stuff as you. <coughs> I know. It's awesome, though. 
tolerates my addictions. Yeah, you gotta rub it in, you fucker. Oh, uh, she, uh, well, the thing is, she, we were watching Ghostbusters the other day, and she just, uh, she started quoting it the same way. I mean, I hear her quote the movie, she's quoting it perfectly, she goes, Fuck! I like this movie casually. I shouldn't be quoting it like this. And you're just like, I love you. Yes, I did. I go, I love, and I'm like, that's my girl. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, yeah, brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that closes up this episode mm-hmm. of the, the episode for the ladies. For the ladies. And honestly, that's the only reason we haven't did this episode for me to be able to go for the ladies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, don't worry. There will be more uh, opportunities as long, as long as Hollywood keeps pumping them out. We may have a sequel. Yes. Another one for the ladies. Yes, another <laughs> one for the ladies. That's our sequel! Woo! Anyways, uh... Look for it on DVD. Okay, yes. So. Anyways, uh, this is the end of this episode, and as always, we end with our end game. And we've been playing the poop movie code. Oh, right, lately. yeah. That one's been a... Been yeah, a been a blast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Okay. Yeah. So, this one, we're kind of tweaking that formula, and... We're going to go back and forth with the ideas of games you do not want to play. Okay. For example, Ribs Cubes. Yep. Don't want to touch it. Nope, don't want to do it. Okay. So, Phil, go first. Okay, I will uh, start with my favorite version of Monopoly, Scrotopoly. <laughs> uh, poops and weak bladders. Battleship. Dose, the, the sequel to Uno. Doggy Splooge, the sequel to Doggy Doo. Stratego. The game sucks. Johnny Scrotum. So <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Skeleton where you, uh, you, you, you shoot those ghosts that are on the uh, wall. Uh, oh, so yeah. that he projects little wieners. Or something <laughs> nice. Like that, you know? So, uh, right now I have to, I have to explain one. the game to you. <laughs> uh, Operation the Proctology Edition. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to beat me out so quick? Okay, let me see. Uh, how about uh, how about Dandyland? <laughs> Gluten-free Candyland. <laughs> Breaking the Ice, the Alive Edition. <laughs> after after the uh, after the avalanche, the figures eat each other. <laughs> Herpes, the adult version of cooties. Trivial per shit! <laughs> the South Central LA version of Risk. Operation, the plastic surgery edition. Or the Hollywood edition, yeah. if you're. <laughs> I thought it was stupid that they put shorts on him. Remember when he yeah. was just all white and he didn't have a weenie? I mean, he was just all. <laughs> well, that kind of makes it worse because you're putting shorts on him and then you're thinking, oh, he doesn't. Oh my god, he's been naked this whole time! Yeah, he has a wiener. Oh my god! A yeah. Johnny versus Drew. Operation. I'm the doctor for you. <laughs> so, sure. <laughs> Hangman, the Saddam Hussein edition. Oh my lord! Oh! <laughs> Seen it. The porn edition. I'm gonna end on that one because, depending on what you see, I wouldn't mind playing that. I wouldn't mind playing it either. It's like, uh, you know, I'd probably be watching Seen it and going, oh my god, this one's good. Oh no! They stopped the scene! <laughs> okay, who was in that clip? I don't care! Show me the clip! Or you're just sitting there going, you're just sitting there with everybody, and everybody's just sitting there. 20 minutes later. Oh, we're playing a game. Don't you just love that fun for the whole family? Well, that fun one would So No, it wouldn't. Yeah, uh, since I called it, okay. this has been Nowhere California. Uh, we'll see you in a week or so.